Okay. Welcome to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome to The Good Life, encouraging you with inspirational stories to share with family and friends through perspectives of hope in Jesus Christ. What happened when a car crossed two medians at over 100 miles per hour and hit Maddie Stevenson head on? What happened to her when responders, first responders, used the jaws of life to pry her body from the mangled metal? Broken bones, wires everywhere, Breathing tube, feeding tube, the doctor says she broke almost every part of her body. 45 broken bones, including her spine, required immediate surgery. Maddie joins us from Colorado to share her story of God's miraculous healing and restoration. We pause to remind you the reason we have the Good Life Show is to share how the love of Jesus makes a difference in the lives of people. The love of Jesus so strong is what I'm talking about. So strong that he died on the cross for your sins and mine. He was buried and rose again on the third day, offering God's hope. Yes, hope even in the most dire circumstances. And it's our prayer today that you would open your heart to Jesus and receive him as Savior and Lord Turn from your way to God's way. That's called repentance. Maddie Stevenson knows what that is all about. And if you already know the Lord, you're going to be inspired today. Maddie Stevenson is the executive director of Maddie Media Group. She's the communications director for Hispanic Action Network out of Dallas and a public relations contractor for In Christ Communications representing several international ministries such as SAT7 and Slavic Gospel Association. Maddie has three adult daughters and four grandchildren. Maddie, Maddie, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's an honor to be here with you. Where did you grow up? I grew up in a suburb uh, just north of Chicago, on Lake Michigan, a northern a northern suburb, Lake Forest, Lake, Illinois. Lake Forest. Well, somebody listening today will relate with with Lake Forest. What do you remember about growing up there? Oh, it was um, a wonderful, beautiful, um, quiet, peaceful place to grow up, and. Very lovely, beautiful on Lake Michigan, beautiful trees, um, very serene and small. It was a small community. And um, I still have childhood friends from Lake Forest that I'm in contact with daily. In fact, I reached out to them this morning to tell them about this interview. 
Oh well, when when you when you talk to them, tell them that I said hello, and I, I want to thank them for their their love and care for you, and they're praying too as well. Yes. Who would you say as you talk about those precious childhood years? Who would you say influenced you most, Maddie, during that time? Hmm. I. Oh, there were there's so many people, but my mother, I would say, was most influential. My mom and dad, my dad was a business executive um, who was the um, CEO of a famous candy company in downtown Chicago. Many people would know the candy. It's still actually in production and available in grocery stores and and movie theaters. But um, my parents well, well, came to Maddie. Maddie, you 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 took us you took us to the to to the water, but you didn't let us drink. What what is the what is the name of the candy? Oh uh, well, one of them it, it was Holloway Candy Company at the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's owned by Hershey now. But they made Milk Duds, Clark Bars, Slow Pokes, Jolly Rancher candy. They had all sorts of candy. I, I grew up with an abundance of candy <laughs> at my fingertips. Um, so, and that was, uh, that was a fun thing to have, but um, my, my parents, because of my dad's position were very influential and um, a Baptist pastor from Rockford, Illinois um, met my parents and pursued them with the gospel. And they came to know Jesus when I was five years old and both my parents, and it changed their lives. And so growing up, um, I, they just, we went to a Baptist church and then moved over to a Moody affiliate in Winneka, Illinois. And uh, mom was influential because she modeled Jesus for me. She wasn't perfect, but she modeled Jesus love. She shared the gospel with everyone she came across. She was so open with the gospel. She was never um, quiet about it. it. She had, she just had this ability and the glow of Jesus and the love of Jesus and the ability to share with everyone she came across. And in fact, when she passed away four years ago, I I had a conversation with my heavenly father and I said, okay, Lord, I'm bold with Jesus, but now I'm carrying the mantle. Mom has gone to be with you and I need to pick it up. I need to pick up the pace and, and share, you know, the gospel and the love of Jesus with everyone I come across, just like my mother did. So I would have to say mom was the most influential. What was your mother's name? Charlotte. 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 Yeah, she, I mean, she taught a good news club um, out of our home. She started, um, at the encouragement of others, the very first in-home Bible study in the 60s in our home in Lake Forest. It was the first ever in the town of Lake Forest. And um, she had she invited other influential women into our home weekly um, and led so many women to the Lord through the Bible study. She um, knocked on people's doors. She was just so bold in her faith. And I saw that I witnessed that 
you know, almost every day of my life. So how did that impact you in your relationship with Christ? Mm. Well, I came to know Jesus when I was 10 at a camp in Illinois and was baptized at that point also of, uh, at our church, at Winneka Bible Church. Um, it influenced me in the sense that I saw my mom's faith lived out every day. Um, I saw it in how she interacted with people. I saw it in, in how she um, was just so faithful to our heavenly father. She, she taught, she, she walked her talk and, and that, that was, that was a beautiful thing to witness my whole life. I, you know, I, she, she actually, she and a very dear friend of Danny years and mine, but my mother was my spiritual mentor in many, many ways. And my encourager, she was also my cheerleader. She loved me on this earth like no other. And she was my cheerleader and she prayed for me. I know she prayed for me faithfully. And, and, and that, that was important. I think it's very important that we pray for our children um, from the morning, you know, from the moment we conceive and up through their adulthood. So mom was very um, influential in that way. Maddie, we're, as we think about your mom and how you carry her mantle, as we move forward now on the journey, were you already working in media when the accident occurred? Oh, yes. Um, I actually, yes, I had been in public relations for many years. Um, I actually started with Young Life in Hawaii and um, that was my the beginning of my actual work as an adult. I already had three children. I was blessed to be an at-home mom. I started with Young Life in Hawaii and then was blessed to be given a position under Del Gibbs, who you also know, um, at KAIM in Hawaii and started in advertising, worked in advertising and marketing for many years. And then God uh, moved me and called me into public relations um, in, I think, 2003, somewhere, 2004, somewhere around there. Um, I went reluctantly. I had my heels in the ground a little bit, <laughs> but um, God knew, you know, that that's where he wanted me. And then he just took me on this incredible journey, incredible journey with public relations um, from that time forward uh, until now. And you know, in the days ahead, I'm sure. Where did the accident happen? The accident happened um, just a few miles from my home. I was on my way to Pilates class, um, which I had just been in for nine months prior to my accident. And when they say accidents happen, you know, close to home, the statistics show that. And I am another statistic. It was very close to home on uh, Santa Fe uh, in Highlands Ranch. Santa Fe in Highlands 
Highlands Ranch. Highlands Ranch, Colorado, Santa Fe Boulevard. I think it's Boulevard. It's a it's a main north south um, thoroughfare in the Denver area. You're listening to Maddie Stevenson. We're talking about an accident. Maybe you didn't hear the introduction. We're going to talk more about this accident because we're talking about a head-on collision, a car that crossed two medians at over 100 miles per hour and hit Maddie Stevenson head-on. Yes, it involved the jaws of life. Yes, it involved mangled metal. It involved broken bones. And yes, Maddie Stevenson is talking with us today. When we come back, she'll share more about what happened on that day. A life-changing day indeed, but it's the story that goes on from that time. What did God do? How did God work in her heart? Is God working in her heart to reach you? Yes, you, my friend, even today. You can find out more about Maddie Stevenson, MaddieMediaGroup.com. MaddieMediaGroup.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life, aimlessly beneath the barren sky. James 3.13 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is brought to you by generous sponsors. Thank you to Coach Dino Babers and Mrs. Susan Babers, Mr. Edmund Jung and Mrs. May Jung, Mr. Rodney Arias Sr., A1A Electrician, Cedar Assembly of God, and the Thursday Men's Breakfast, Boston. If you, your business, or your church would like to support The Good Life with Dr. Danny, please visit drdanny.live. Join our partnership team. That's drdanny.live. Thank you. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Patty Stevenson was born and raised and lived in a north suburb of Chicago, Lake Forest, Illinois. She lived there for 35 years. Five years, she was in Hawaii. And then God took her to Colorado where she lives today. You're listening to the Good Life Radio Program. Find out more at drdanny.live. You can get this podcast in its entirety, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, major podcast platforms available for you. Again, drdanny.live. If you're tuning in right now, maybe you caught the tail end of the last segment, maddiemediagroup.com. That's how you can find out more about Maddie Stevenson. Maddie, was there any paralysis that took place after your accident? No, miraculously, there wasn't. The um, paramedics who extracted me from the vehicle, which was actually flipped because of the impact, um, they didn't expect me to survive the night, uh, according to you know all that they see on a daily basis. And um, then the the surgeons at the first hospital that I was at 
and doctors didn't expect me to survive the night. And they told my daughters that if I did, I probably would experience paralysis, but I did not. And I am walking and moving. And to look at me, you would never know I had been in such an accident. And God was so good to me that he spared me. I broke 45 bones, but he spared me from C3 up. Um, My jaw was fine. My eyes were fine. No injury to my brain. And I'm convinced that he spared me from C3 up because he knew how he created me. And he knew that when I was at a point in the hospital where I would recognize uh, my accident and what had happened to me, that I would not be able to contain the joy of the Lord. I would not be able to contain everything I wanted to share. I would not be able to contain um, my love for Jesus. And, you know, he was right. I was able to share um, my faith with doctors and residents and nurses, um, even the people who came in to uh, bring my food to me. It was so wonderful. A sort of catapulting, as it were, with the mantle of Charlotte, your mother. Yes, yes, most definitely. How many surgeries did you have to endure? I had eight surgeries back-to-back in the hospital. I was in the hospital for six weeks, and I had eight back-to-back in the hospital, and then I had um, two more after that, one that was pretty serious last May, and um, but they were all successful. Even my ankle, my ankle was so shattered um, that they talked about amputating it at one point, and this is where the power of prayer comes in. They had told me they might not be able to fix it. Um, I got on the phone and prayed with Mark Gonzalez and his wife for the surgery the next morning, which would have been my third surgery on my ankle. And we prayed that God would start putting it back together immediately and that the doctors would be amazed when they went in that third surgery. And sure enough, the next day when they came to speak to me, they said, well, we were able to put your ankle back together. We we were amazed, but we were able to put it back together. You mentioned prayer. You talk about intercession. How broad and strong was the prayer network interceding for you from the night of the accident? Oh, um, I can hardly talk about that without crying. It was so immense. It was so wide. It was so deep. My daughters, um, once they found out how bad, what condition I was in, how bad it was, they immediately reached out to everyone that they knew would then spread the word. So they reached out to um, In Christ Communications, to Palmer Holt, who I contract with, and he spread it to the ministries that we work with. So I I had prayer, um, people praying for me in India, people praying for me in the Middle East, people praying for me in Asia. Um, And then they reached out to Mark Gonzalez 
who leads Hispanic Action Network and has an immense, huge network of pastors and got that prayer um, network going. And they reached out to friends, college roommates of mine from Taylor. And the the, the net that my daughters cast, um, praise God, was just immense and powerful. And I know that that net of prayer that was cast sustained me, sustained me through my surgeries, sustained me through my stay in the hospital, sustained me in the months to come because I, I was in a bed, a hospital bed for four weeks and then in a wheelchair for four months. So I know, oh, I know of the power of prayer. Maddie, describe, describe the pain, the vertigo. Um, the pain was immense at times, certainly after the surgeries. I had my, my first spinal surgery was 12 hours long. Dr. Angela Downs, God used her magnificent hands and knowledge to put me back together, put my spine back together. And, and then they operated on my, my clavicle, my humerus and my arm, my wrist, uh, my knee, my ankle. And every time coming out of surgery, uh, when the painkillers, when the anesthesia would wear off, it, it was painful, but the worst probably was the vertigo and um, God he, he healed me. He healed me <laughs> um, through another sister in Christ. Uh, but it was difficult. It was very difficult. But all through it, every step of the way, I mean, I look back at it in awe because um, it, it didn't come from me in my humanness. But I had the joy of the Lord. And I think Dr. Downs even talked about that in in her previous interview, um, that she saw that. She saw the peace. She saw the joy. She saw um, my smile and my calmness. It was very evident. And that, of course, came from Jesus. Uh, That was not from my humanness. You mentioned Dr. Angela Downs. You mentioned your daughters. You mentioned the prayer network. Dear friend, as you're listening to Maddie Stevenson today, you go go to the 700 Club and you can actually see the interview. You can actually see Maddie. You can see what pictures of what she was, how she suffered and what things were like for her during that time. Maddie, while you were progressing in your healing, what setback? did you have to face? Oh, um, I had a setback. My accident was August 2nd, 2021. I had a setback in the beginning of December. And um, they told my wrist doctor, I had five uh, surgeons, five different surgeons. And my wrist surgeon told me that the bones in my wrist were not healing. And that I may have to have another surgery, um, that they would have to take out all the metal and and break everything and start over. 
which would mean, and I'm right-handed, it was my right wrist, which would have meant that I would have lost that four months of healing. And um, I was, that was the one moment where I was despondent. I was discouraged. And I did raise my fists to heaven. And I had a conversation with God and I asked him, why? Why did you not take me to heaven when you had the opportunity? Clearly, God had the opportunity to take me to be with him at the moment of my crash, but he chose not to. So in the beginning in December, when I had that setback with my wrist, I wanted to know why (laughs) he did not take me to heaven. But um, God, in his providence, healed me. The doctor decided to try a new device, an ultrasound device that I had to put on my wrist every day, three times a day for many weeks. And God used this brand new ultrasound device to heal my bones so that I would not have to um, go through another surgery and start over. And it, that was miraculous um, and and so wonderful. Where did you find the strength? And the reason I ask this, Maddie, is that somebody today may be suffering, they may be suffering physically, an indescribable pain, as you know very well. But it could be a inner pain, almost like a, like an invisible disability, a darkness that one feels. You talk about this, why didn't you take me? Does this relate to a feeling of giving up, wanting to give up? Oh, in that moment, yes, most definitely. Uh, A moment where I wanted to give up and really (laughs) just be with Jesus. And I mean, when you know Jesus and you know your, your future, your eternity lies in heaven and you look at this earth, well, why wouldn't you want to be in heaven with him? So yes, I was, I was despondent. That was a, that was the one dark moment um, that I had, but once again, God in his providence um, sent me, I had, I had, I had to go get a, a CAT scan on my spine a couple days after this conversation with my wrist doctor. And I went into the original hospital that did all the imaging that night with my Bible study leader, Tina. And I was still, you know, somewhat depressed and they took me in for the CAT scan and the radiologist, the tech came out afterwards and said, can I ask you what happened? You have so much metal in your neck. And I said, oh, yes, absolutely. I love to tell my story. I was in an accident on Santa Fe in August, and they didn't expect me to survive. And her this tech, her eyes got so big, and she stepped back as if she was looking at a ghost. And she said, oh, my, I was your intake radiologist, and I did all the imaging. And the other two women who were with me the night of your accident are here tonight. Would you like to see them? She said, I can't believe you're alive. I can't believe you're walking. I can't believe I'm seeing you. And in that moment, I mean, 
I cling to scripture. So I cling to scripture and I cling to the cross as a believer in dark moments. And I cling to Christian music too. But in that moment, God used this one person to remind me that God is sovereign and God has a plan and God saved my life that night. And I did not need to worry. I was in his hands and he was going to take care of me. So God used that one person, that tech, the radiology tech to remind me I was going to be okay. No matter what happened to my wrist, no matter what the wrist surgeon said, no matter how dark that moment felt, God, I was in his hands and he was going to take care of me. Well, that means something today, today, Maddie, because in this moment, someone in in that dark place, the Lord has sent you. You are that technologist, that radiation technologist today speaking about the sovereign God. There's no, this is not a, a moment of chance. Just so happened that the person, no, 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 no. Someone who's listening right now, you dear one, as you listen right now, the Lord has sent Maddie Stevenson to remind you that no matter how difficult things may be, no matter how dark things are, there is hope. There is hope in Jesus. It is a real hope in the person of Jesus Christ. When we come back from our break, Maddie will share more. What will she share more about, you ask? Well, a word, forgiveness, comes to mind. We'll ask her about that. And how long, how long did it take for her to return to a a normal rhythm in life? That and more as she shares heart to heart with us. What a privilege. MaddieMediaGroup.org. You can find out more about her there. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life. Hi, this is Danny Yamashiro. A police officer found a girl crying on the sidewalk one day. What's wrong, he asked. I'm lost, she said. Do you have your parents' phone number, he asked. No, she said. What about your address? No, she began to sob. Suddenly, she stopped, and her eyes brightened. What happened, the officer asked. I remember, she said. There's a church near my house, and at the top of the church, there's a cross. Take me to the cross. Take me to the cross, because when I see the cross, I'll be able to find my way home. My friend, if you feel like you've lost your way, turn to the cross, the cross of Jesus Christ, who died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. Will you turn to Jesus? Open your heart to Him and find your way home to God. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Well, it today. really is hard to imagine. I mean, really hard to imagine that in 2021, Maddie Stevenson had this horrific, horrific accident. And yet her media publicity specialty career has continued. 
She served in senior communications roles with leading faith-based organizations, securing coverage in Time Magazine, The Washington Post, The New York Times, Reuters, Christianity Today, and on Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, Al Jazeera, and ABC Family. Maddie Stevenson is with us today. You can find out more about her at MaddieMediaGroup.com. Before our break, she was talking about the hope of God, even in the most dire circumstances. But in this moment, we ask her about the word forgiveness. Maddie, what does forgiveness mean to you? Oh, um, forgiveness is one of the most powerful things we can do for ourselves and for others. Um, I, The man who hit me was um, undocumented, unlicensed, evidently did not know how to drive, should not have been behind the wheel. And um, he changed, you know, hitting me changed my life forever, changed things for my family too. However, um, I, I recognize that I'm forgiven. Jesus came to this earth and died on the cross, suffered a horrific death on the cross for my life, for your life, for everyone, every person's life. And through Jesus's crucifixion, I'm forgiven. God has forgiven me. And so how could I not forgive this man who hit me? And I know that I know that I know that anyone who hangs on to pain that's been inflicted by another human being, and that happens frequently <laughs> through friends, through strangers, through family, but it is it is not healthy to hang on to hurt and pain. And I know that giving it up and being able to forgive is so powerful and so healing. And God not only healed me physically from this accident, but he healed me mentally. I have no recollection of the accident. I can get in a car and drive now, but he healed me emotionally too through the act of forgiveness. And I encourage anyone to seek healing through forgiveness, seek healing through counseling, through a good Christian counselor, but seek it through forgiveness. God can show you how to forgive. You talk about forgiveness and how vital it it is and has been to your recovery. How long did it take to return to a normal rhythm in life? Oh, there were a lot of different stages. Um, like I said, I was in the hospital bed for four weeks, in the hospital for six weeks, in a wheelchair for four months, could not walk, um, and then used a walker. And there were just so many steps along the, along the way. But really, truly, um, only only six months, because by February, six months later, I was able to get on a plane and go to the National Religious Broadcasters Convention and represent uh, clients from the Middle East. 
and um, I, I had to use a motorized little scooter to get around because it's such a vast um, place in, in Nashville at the Gaylord. But six months, I was on a plane traveling by myself um, in some casts, in a walking cast, in a hand cast, but able to travel and and work. And But I would say it was a full year um, till I was, I was fully healed. And I'm still, I'm still going to a muscle activation therapist. Um, Miguel Ramirez has blessed me and is, God is using him to help heal me. So I'm still seeing um, physical therapists and muscle activation therapists, but I am standing, walking, uh, going to church, doing things with my grandchildren, visiting friends back home in Chicago. I am living life. Maddie, why do you believe? Why do you believe God allowed you to go through this? I believe he knew that he could use this story. He knew how, you know, how he created, he's my creator. He designed me. He knows that he created me with an outgoing personality, a love for people, just a really genuine, deep love for people. And um, I, I'm sure he knew that surviving this accident and oh, the miracles, Danny, we could talk about miracles. He gave me miracle after miracle after miracle. The, the, from the smallest, minutest miracle to enormous miracles, like not being um, paralyzed. But he knew me and knew that I would not be able to contain myself and that I would be able to share this. And I do hope And I do share it. I I went in to get a headphone for this interview at Best Buy, and I shared it with the young man who helped me find the headphone. He, I I told him, I said, I'm about to do this interview. Thank you for your help. I said, I don't know if you have faith in God, but God saved my life from an accident on Santa Fe. God is so good. If you don't know him, you need to know him. So I have moments like that in and out. God threads these moments in and out of every day. And I do not miss an opportunity to share about how good God is, that people need to know him, that they need to have a personal relationship with Jesus. And God knew that I would not be able to contain that and that I would want to and be able to share his love with everyone I come across. Your mother, your mother, Charlotte, would be proud. She'd say, oh, my daughter, she does have my mantle. Indeed. <laughs> Let's reflect a bit. Push the pause button for a moment. How did this experience reshape your perspective on life, your family, your career? Oh, it was profound. When you have a moment where you you recognize that you could have died, but you are living, it, it, it causes you to see life differently. Life is so precious. 
I remember the first time they took me outside in the hospital, the physical therapist put me in the wheelchair and the first precious thing she did, and she's my sister in Christ, which is so awesome. Um, but she took me outside and I felt the air on my face for the first time in four weeks. I heard the wind move through the leaves of the trees. I smelled the flowers in the gardens. I heard the birds chirping. I It was like I was experiencing life for the first time. It was so powerful. And you just look at life differently. You realize uh, how, how grateful you are to um, be walking this earth. And, and you, you walk, I, I walk in joy and gratitude every day. I walk in awe of God every day. It is. It it was transforming. You do look at life differently. You appreciate the small things. And oh, my grandkids, my children, I I get teary eyed every time we're together, because I recognize how precious it is that I'm still here with them, able to love them, able to pray for them, able to guide them if they want guidance, and able to speak to the power of Jesus into their lives, into my grandchildren's lives. That is so powerful. And I and it's powerful that you're reflecting with us and that you're allowing us to have a little bit of a, a, a peek into your heart and how God has taken you through this ordeal, this unspeakable ordeal in so many ways. And how God has worked in and continues to work through you so marvelously, Maddie Stevenson. Maddie, when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about some lessons and finding joy, joy in spite of suffering, in spite of trials. You have a a unique platform because of what you've been through. You can say things, and certainly we we need to have a time of prayer because I believe God moves through you in mighty ways. More from Maddie Stevens at maddiemediagroup.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life Famously beneath the barren sky On behalf of Danny Yamashiro Ministries, Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, weekdays at 6 p.m. on WEZE, and visiting drdanny.live for more resources. My dear friend, it is because of listeners and donors like you that we are able to spread the message of Jesus' love and bring hope to people like you, your family, and friends. Proverbs 11.25 says, He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Will you prayerfully consider donating to Danny Yamashiro Ministries so that we may continue to broadcast the gospel so believers will be built up and non-believers may form a relationship with Jesus Christ? Visit drdanny.live to make a financial contribution today. That's drdanny.live. And thank you again for supporting The Good Life with Dr. Danny. May God richly bless you with The Good Life. Listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, 
a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Neurosurgeon Dr. Angela Downs said of Maddie Stevenson, it was a year later, she looked like nothing happened. To recover from all those injuries and go back to normal life, this is all from above. That's Dr. Angela Downs, the neurosurgeon. Maddie Stevenson enjoys sports of all kinds. She's a, she loves hockey. She's still a Chicago Blackhawks fan. And she says, I'm back in Pilates after my near-fatal car accident. Maddie says, God is so, so good. This is the Good Life Radio Program. Thanks for being with us today. Find out more about Maddie Stevenson at maddiemediagroup.com. And this program, this podcast, go to drdanny.live. It's available on Apple. It's available on Spotify and major podcast platforms. Maddie, what lessons have the Lord taught you about pain and endurance to trust him that's for sure um he's he's taught me patience um he's taught me patience is a big thing i would have to say i still i'm all metal from c3 on down through my body and living in colorado we have uh, huge barometric pressure swings. Uh, in fact, we're about to experience one coming up. And my body, although I'm healed and I'm functioning and I'm living, I do have moments of um, extreme discomfort from these barometric pressure swings. And in those moments, I just have to, you know, wait on him and and rest in his arms and have patience. And once again, always reflect, I always even in these moments of pain, I always go back, no matter what, to the fact that God spared my life, and that he allowed me to live, and that he does have a plan for me. And and Danny, I would love to share one of my favorite verses that I have clung to my whole life, and that I've prayed over my children is Jeremiah 29, 11. And it says in God's word, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And that still applies to me today. And I rest in that. And so going through this, going through the pain, going through the recovery, I've just learned to trust him more, rest in him, and just know that he loves me and he's watching over me. It's on CBN. It's called Prayer Defies the Odds of Recovery from Mangled Metal Wreck. CBN.com. Go to the 700 Club. You can see. You know, Maddie, I, I saw pictures on this video you talk about being all metal. I mean, we talk about, I, I couldn't believe it. How, how, many, how many pins and screws were in that picture after picture in all parts, 
all, in all parts of your body. Just a, a remark. And, and the joy. Your, your, your neurosurgeon, Dr. Angela Downs, talks about the joy that exuded from you throughout the entire process. How do you find joy in spite of suffering and darkness? Mm, that joy came from Jesus. That joy came and comes through knowing Jesus, having him in my heart, because that would not come, like I've said previously, from the humanness in me. That comes the joy of the Lord, the Dr. Angela Downs, and I know others saw it. Even the paramedics mentioned that to my daughter um, as they were extracting me. And I was practically unconscious. So that the joy and the the love that comes is from the Lord. That is strictly 100% from knowing Jesus, from having him in my heart and walking in that, walking in my faith. Well, this is a good time for prayer for someone that is in a time of suffering that needs to endure pain someone that is in a time of darkness would you pray for a dear listener right now a prayer of encouragement and a prayer of healing and God's touch on their life Mm. absolutely Father God we come to you in this moment. And I thank you for this opportunity to share your story of my accident and the miracles that you gave me. Father God, life is difficult. Life is hard. Life can be very dark at times. And I just pray for anyone who hears this, Father God, who hears this interview, that you would touch them in a special way, that you would speak to them, Holy Spirit, that you would cover them with your love, and that they would come to know you, Father God, that they would sense your presence, that they would desire to know you, Father God. If they've never known you, I pray that they would desire to know you. I pray you would reveal yourself to them. If they've walked away from you, Father God, I pray that you would bring them back. I pray that you would draw them back, Father God, because the only way, the only way to have peace and joy Father God, in this difficult life, in this crazy upside down world that we live in, is through you, is through relationship with you. So I pray, Father God, you would use this moment, Danny Yamashiro, and this interview, Father God, just to speak to anyone who hears it and use it how you would want and desire, Father God, but let them desire to know you. Let them find someone to pray with. Let them find someone to have conversation with about you. Let them find a church that will minister to them, Father God. But in the end, let them know you. Let them find you, I pray. We just give you all the praise and glory. Father God, I thank you for saving my life. I thank you for the opportunity to share this. I pray, Father God, especially in the season, as we celebrate the season, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, Father God, I just pray that you would be in the midst of the season, 
And we just thank you, glorify your name, praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Maddie, I'm so grateful for for your heart, for your spirit, and how you have so freely and generously shared your experiences with us. Has has this impacted your your career and the way that you you work with clients and, and your vision for organizations that you serve and people you work with? Well, I've I've been blessed in my career and I've always given it up to God to, in order to use me. Um, but I would say I I see maybe more the urgency to help my clients be effect, effective in all that they do. I, I, I work with people currently who are trying, that are giving generators to pastors in Ukraine to help people in Ukraine. I work with people in the Middle East who are broadcasting the gospel into Afghanistan and Iran and Iraq and Turkey. And so I guess um, I just maybe have a stronger, if that's possible, yearning and urgency to help clients that I that God has given me and to allow them to be um, successful and effective for God's kingdom, all of it, all of it, everything I do, everything I touch, everything I work with is is all done for God's kingdom. So I'm so grateful. I'm so, so blessed to do what I do for God's kingdom and for these clients. And I just always pray for God's blessing and effectiveness in what I do. Maddie, you exude the love of God, the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength, full of grace, and we see and feel the love of Christ through you. So thank you so much for praying, for sharing, for touching us with the love of God. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Thank you so much. Remarkable words from Maddie Stevenson, MaddieMediaGroup.com. My friend, look. God's timing is perfect. And I believe there's no better time than right now to share the love of Jesus with someone near you, just like Maddie did. And if you haven't done so, look, I believe this may be that perfect moment for you to open your heart to Jesus Christ. Go to drdanny.live for next steps and find resources to reach family and friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. John 15, verse 7, Jesus said, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Maddie Stevenson, MaddieMediaGroup.com. Until next time, along with my producer, David Nasora, creative director, Brian Torres, web designer, Shana Kusumoto, social media director, Luke Yamashiro, and guest coordinator, Jan Yi. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Remember, the Lord is with you as you share the love of Jesus with someone today. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast 
of The Good Life with Dr. Danny. We hope that today's program has been a blessing for you and that you may find hope in hearing how God's Word affects people from all walks of life. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a listener-supported program, and we'd like for you to prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor or donor. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. Be sure to tune in weekdays at 6 p.m. to hear The Good Life with Dr. Danny. Until next time, may God richly bless you with The Good Life.